Welcome to episode 116 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And we're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us on our website, tdrexplorer.com, also on Twitter and Instagram at tdrexplorer, and we're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer, and I am the one eating all the seasonal food in the park because there's always something, always something. <laughs> You can find me on my personal Twitter at Explorer Nelge, and that's Explorer N I L G H E. And joining, as always, is the beautiful Patricia. Hey guys, I'm the one holding an ufufi in my hand and wondering why do we have to smell the butt? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> What the hell, Disney? What is this? What is this product that you've made? I mean, really? Okay, what's an ufufi, Chris? Can you explain to these people? An ufufi is a marketing scheme. Or, okay, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, ufufi are just like the little fluff. So it's like they tried to make something that was like popular, like Tsum Tsum, I guess, but... I don't know, whatever. And like they're, they're, they're like little egg-shaped characters, and yeah. they, they're all supposed to smell. There you go. And where do you they're smell them? They're all Disney them? characters. In their behind. In their Because in, you can't... I'm holding it right now, and I'm trying to smell the other areas. Like, I smell the head and the back and the tummy and the face, and you can't smell any of the smell. They're all scented. And you can only smell it from the bottom. <laughs> from the bottom and it's so disturbing like my son gives me this he gave me this as a christmas present and he's like mommy smell the butt and i'm like what it's a snow white ufufi and she's wearing a skirt and i feel like this is so perverse i'm like it's like you're smelling her you know her panties and i don't i don't like this and i don't understand who approved this it's cute but it's weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. And I tested the other ones at the store, and they're all the same. It's like only... I don't know. So, um, I'm Trish. You can find me at the resort. You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Dream Sweets Love and avoiding the Ufufi area of the Disney store because they're really kind of creepy. Duly noted, duly noted. Patricia does not like a foofy, so I will not buy you one for your birthday. <laughs> or maybe I will, just to spite you. <laughs> okay, so before we uh, talk about our stuff today, sorry, I'm still thinking about the foofy. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Oof, breathe, breathe. Okay. Really quick about our Patreon. Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. Thank you so much to everyone who is already contributing to our Patreon. You are all awesome. And if you would like to pledge, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash TDR now. And we have a whole bunch of perks depending on the level of uh, the the amount of money that you do pledge. Um, even if you don't like want like if you don't want 
a perk, you know, for whatever reason. Uh, you can also pledge like one or two dollars, and that greatly helps us out. Like, even if it's just a dollar, like it, every little bit does help, and we really do appreciate it. And we are trying to reach our goal of $500 a month. We're just over halfway there, actually. Um, if you go to patreon.com slash TDR now, you can see what uh, amount we are at and how much further we need to go. And so once we hit that goal, we're going to do an extra 30-minute episode every month where we just do a question and answer episode. So that's, that's all we'll do. We'll just answer questions because we do get a lot of questions. So... Yeah, if you would like us to do that, so make sure you head over there and pledge some money. And really quick, um, for those of you who are pledging the $15 or more for the bonus episode, we are recording it very shortly here, um, just with the new year and all that that kind of threw things, our, our schedules off a little bit. But we are recording it, and it'll be out just after this episode comes out. So keep an eye out on Patreon for that. We have it coming very, very soon. Topics, what are we talking about? So we got... So we have the news. We got a lot of the, news today. Yeah, there's a lot of news. Um, all the parks, actually. Yeah. And then we have in the parks. Uh, we'll talk about some stuff that we've done. And then we're going to talk about Ananalysis Frozen Fantasy. But also, more importantly, we're going to give some practical advice slash tips about um, snowy weather. Because um, it's actually supposed to snow in the next few days here. So uh, we're going to talk about what happens at the resort when um, Elsa decides to, you know, freeze Tokyo Disneyland and the Tokyo area <laughs> and how that might affect you when you're here, because it, it's good to know, especially if you are visiting from a place where it doesn't snow. Coming here, it might be a bit of a shock if it actually does, because it's a shock to us because it doesn't happen very often. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we will have some fantastic advice so make sure you listen all the way through and then we have our park tip and also our listener question all right so let's get through this news we have a lot of news my goodness um i did so i i didn't know that winnie the pooh had a, his own day there's a day for everything <laughs> so yeah there was a winnie the pooh day and i, I didn't realize this because i saw um like the disney store japan has brand new Winnie the Pooh merchandise out. And I thought, oh, that's kind of random that they would just, you know, like pick a character and just release a whole bunch of brand new merch. But then all of a sudden, oh, I saw it. There's Winnie the Pooh Day. Well, I guess that makes sense from a marketing perspective. <laughs> and it's cute. The cute merchandise is really cute. Stuff. Yeah. They always do such a good job with it. They really do. I like, I like when they do like the the wafu like the japanese style poo stuff Mm. that's always really cute um i mean i don't know these days i don't like these days where they're they just like make up the day like mini day poo day nyanya day for like the cat characters i don't know it kind of bothers me because it's just like it's like a fake day yeah they just kind of make it up and then like the like if they want they can just use the the character's Debut day, like to do something else, right? So it's like, they're double dipping. That's what they're doing. They are like, Um, you know, they were smart for like uh, January 11th. They could have made it one, 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 the dog day. Sounds like a dog barking in Japanese. Oh yeah, one, 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 and one, one, one. Yeah, I guess they got November 11th that they can do one, 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 one. 
on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too much. All the dogs. <laughs> uh, yeah, the so probably my favorite thing is Winnie the Pooh. Like most of the Winnie the Pooh stuff, he's sleeping in these in the merchandise. So he has like his little PJs on and a little hat, oh, so and he's cute. sleeping. It's so cute, and there's even um, headphones with him sleeping on it. So like you know the little like so, some headphones. Or, like, earbuds will have, like, the little piece in the middle so you can, like, slide it up and down to make the earpieces get closer together. Uh-huh. So, like, when he, it's a little plastic Winnie the Pooh and he's sleeping. Oh, my God. It's so cute. And there's there's a backpack where Winnie the Pooh is sleeping. So when you wear the backpack, it looks like he's holding on to you Aww. as he's sleeping. It's so cute. <laughs> Why are you so cute, Winnie the Pooh? Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, make sure if you're at the Disney store this month, it'll probably be around for a few months. It'll probably be around at least until February. Then it'll probably go on discount at the end of February yeah. and then gone by March or something like that. That's usually how it works. Probably. Um, so, yeah, really cute. And then there's also um, – they're really knocking it out of the park with all this uh, food merchandise. Oh, my God. Are you talking about <laughs> the popcorn towel? Yes. And the waffle towel? Yeah, they're coming out like, – so they – they're really taking like the favorite snacks and popular snacks from Tokyo Disneyland and turning it into just all this different type of merch. So now we got we got all these towels coming out. So there's like a Mickey waffle towel, a Mickey cheeseburger towel, oh my God. a mini or sorry, a mini towel, like a small towel um, that is a Mickey waffle, but it's also on a plate, like yes. the, you know the the red plate with and there's whipped cream. And they actually sell a plate that looks like the paper plate that you can yes. use in your house. Oh yeah, my a plastic, god! A plastic plate um, that you can, yeah, it's a plastic plate that looks like the paper plates they use in the park. I need it's ridiculous. All of this, and my husband is going to divorce me, Chris. I swear to God. Do you know how expensive that towel is? The big waffle towel? Um, 3,900 yen. So yeah. like $36. Like 30. Wow, that was like 40. Yeah. 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 $36 is not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. It, like the Thir- equivalent is about, you know. 30, yeah. 36 US dollars. About, right? Yeah. About. About oh, there. But I need it, Chris. I and need that waffle there, towel. There's a Mickey hamburger cushion. That's cute. I don't need it though. I don't need the cushion. I, I kind of want the cushion. I love cushions. I, I have need a thing the for cushions. Popcorn towel. There's a long popcorn towel, and it looks like a spilt box of popcorn. It's spilling out of the box. Uh, it's it's ridiculous. Oh, and um, to go with your plate, you can also get the cup, the plastic cup that looks like the paper yes. cups that they use for the soft drinks. I need all of it. And then there's a cutlery set, um, like a spoon and a fork, and on the top is popcorn. But they're in the shape of Mickey. And they also have chopsticks with the same design. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, oh my goodness. And there's a, there, there's a kitchen sponge, which is in the shape of the Mickey ice bar. Oh, I didn't see that. How much is that? <laughs> uh, 750 yen. Okay. So about and $7. Can we talk about the Mr. Potato Head potato peeler? Uh-huh. Because I need that too. <laughs> it's so crazy. What they're coming up with. I can't deal with it. It's just too much. And I still want all the play sets with the food. Yeah. Because I need that too, even though I'm an adult. (laughs) 
Oh, there's just, oh my goodness, there's so much stuff. And that'll probably be around for a while. Um, I hope so. This, yeah, the the food merchandise has been sticking around for at least a few months. So, you know, if it's popular, they'll probably keep stocking it. Oh my gosh. Um, So what else? Uh, We got the rest of the, now we know the rest of the details for the 35th anniversary. Um, We will do a full episode on that. Um, either the next episode or afterwards. So we'll go into full detail about the 35th anniversary. Um, but if you want to read about it now, you can just go to the website. It's all on there. But we know like merch merch release dates, um, all the new shows, decorations, all that stuff. Um, so we will talk about that in a future episode because there's a lot of stuff. It, like it, It'll be a full episode in itself. Surprising news. Sailing Day Buffet is closing permanently. That's kind of sad because they actually had a pretty good menu compared to like the other, like the Disneyland Buffet restaurant. Yeah, it's just so out of left field. It's just like all of a sudden one day, oh, it's closing. Oh, and it's closing on March 31st, 2018. So it's very soon. I feel like they're just going to like maybe renew it. And then open under a different name or something? I'm thinking that's probably what's going to happen. Because that's a like, that's a big restaurant. Yeah. And it's always full. It's always busy. So they'd be kind of silly to turn, to turn that into anything else but a restaurant. Hmm. So my theory, and you know, this is a theory I have, you know, I have no way to confirm this. I don't know for sure. Um, but my thought is maybe they're going to try and have like a, a a buffet restaurant again but make it character dining yeah because we don't actually have a character well sorry a, we don't have a um character dining buffet at inside disney sea like the only one we have is horizon bay mm-hmm. but that's not a buffet that's a meal yeah and then um that's it right well i guess you will we don't really want to count the duffy show because it's a show. It's, it's not a, a greeting. Yeah. So I'm guessing they're probably going to do something like that. Just kind of like um, what they have at Disneyland with the Crystal Palace. Because they have the breakfast buffet at Crystal Palace with the Winnie the Pooh characters. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking they might do something like that. With like what? Like Pixar characters? Pixar characters? <laughs> no, or maybe kidding. like... Duffy, maybe Duffy. maybe we'll finally get Gelatoni and Stella Lou. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's no other news besides that it's closing. We don't know anything else. So That'd if be you're going before the 31st of March, make sure you eat there because it's really good. It's a good buffet. Yeah. Lots of good. food, and the decor is gorgeous. It's like you're you're eating in a a shipping warehouse. A shipyard house, I don't know what you, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it's kind of oh, nostalgic, sad. yeah. I kind of want to go yeah. one time. Yeah, I'm probably going to go once or twice before it closes. Um, what would you guys? For... What would you guys put there? If, like, if you're listening. Hmm. Yeah. Let us know. <laughs> We're going to get all these weird answers now, aren't we? I'm so excited uh, for these answers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let us know on Twitter. Let us know and tag us both on it and. We'll talk about it. Um, heading over to Shanghai Disneyland, uh, they finally announced the dates for their Chinese New Year celebration. 
which is running January 22nd until March 4th. It's going to be a madhouse. Yeah, Chinese New Year is going to be busy. So if you're going, good luck. (laughs) That's all I can say is good luck. Um, I imagine the park is going to be at capacity during like the actual Chinese New Year, Mm -hmm. um, which is beginning of February, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and they're they're gonna have uh, there's merchandise and, um, of course Pluto is taking center stage because it's the year of the dog and he, Pluto is taking center stage as the god of fortune. Oh, I like that. Um, there's gonna be a traditional Chinese New Year drum ceremony led by Mickey, Minnie, and Pluto. Cool. To welcome guests into the gardens of imagination. Uh, there's also gonna be a show called Shanghai Swing. Where Mickey and the game perform lunar, lunar New Year jazz-inspired routines in vintage Shanghai costumes. Oh, that, is, that sounds really awesome. That sounds yeah, that sounds really gorgeous because yeah, you, know, you know it's going to be you know the nice red color uh-huh. that they do for um, like you know a lot of the traditional outfits use red. So I'm just going through some of the pictures and it looks really good. I want to see. And there's going to be New that. Year's food. Uh, there's going to be. At the Wandering Mood Wandering Mood Restaurant, there's going to be a family feast um, with authentic taste of the Chinese New Year with seafood dishes. And then there's also going to be the Royal Banquet Hall, which is going to have a special menu including Mickey-shaped braised pork knuckle mm. and Cinderella's pumpkin with braised pork and soy sauce. That sounds so good. Oh, and there's going to be um, new popcorn buckets. Awesome. This could be a, a Duffy head popcorn bucket, which is creeps me out. But it's a Duffy <laughs> head popcorn bucket and making mini like shaped popcorn buckets, and they're going to be red and gold uh, to represent Chinese New Year. They look really nice. Um, if if, if you want to check that out, it's also it's on our website. I love that Chinese New Year merch. It's always really interesting and colorful and beautiful. Um, my uh, my sister in law brought back some stuff from Hong Kong, like the the Stella Lou wearing like the red dress, and she brought like a Pluto and like some little spinny thing and some hanging decorations, and it's just really like I love I love like the like the seasonal holidays, like at the Disney parks around the world. It's always cool to see like what the regional um, regional like uh, like colors and designs and costumes are, and it's really cool. Yeah, it's always nice to see how they actually do, you know, localize it with the, the local yeah um, celebrations and things like that. It's always nice. It's always nice to see. I don't. Did we mention the Chinese New Year for Hong Kong Disneyland? I don't remember if we did or not. I think we mentioned um, briefly last week, last time. So they also have their Chinese New Year celebration, and the dates are slightly different. Um, January eighteenth through March fourth. Um. It's it's kind of interesting to see how they they do theirs as well. Of course, it's you know again the year of the dog. Uh, probably the biggest thing is they're gonna do they're doing a Chinese New Year night market. That's cool in the park, uh, and this is the first time they're actually doing it. Um, so every evening, um, festive stalls will pop up along the plaza on Main Street USA, selling Chinese New Year snacks and gifts. Um, and then Duffy and friends they all get special Chinese New Year's costumes that you can buy. Even Stella Lou. So Stella Lou has like a really cute like tutu, but yeah. it's red and gold. 
Oh, it looks really cute. There's no gelatoni for some odd yeah, reason. Yeah, I thought that was weird because um, my sister-in-law is asking, oh, what do you want? And I, I saw what they were selling and I'm like, oh, um, the Stella Lou and the Pluto because my son is here, the dog, and he wanted Pluto. And um, I was like, is there gelatoni? And she said, yeah, that she didn't see it. So they had the Tsum Tsum of gelatoni, but they didn't have like the plush. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know why they're doing that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe just to push Gelatoni or uh, Stella Lumore. Right, because she's new, so probably yeah, they wanted to push something like give like a different thing on offer. Yeah, they had Mickey and Minnie. They had I think Duffy and Shelly too. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah, Mickey and Minnie's costume was also really nice. Yeah, again the red and gold. It's it it just looks so beautiful. I love that. Um, and so. In Hong Kong Disneyland, the god of fortune is Goofy. Oh, that makes sense. So, yeah. And then, but but in Shanghai, it's Pluto. <laughs> I like Pluto more. I like Pluto more because he's cuter. It's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then during the during the actual Lunar New Year in Hong Kong Disneyland, so it's February sixteenth through twentieth, um, guests will receive a La Si packet that has gold, a chocolate gold coin, and merchandise coupon. Awesome. Um, inside of it. So that, yeah, it's only between February 16th and 20th. And there's supposed to be over 70 Chinese New Year snacks and meals. Hmm. And then more than 40 merchandise items, including 101 Dalmatians. Dalmatians. Yeah, Dalmatians. Oh, cute. So that's really cute. Really cute. So, yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. So if you're visiting you know, any of the parks in China... Well, you got some Chinese New Year stuff to look forward to. And thankfully, I'm going to be going to Hong Kong Disneyland for the Chinese New Year. So I'm going to brave the crowds. Oh, man, <laughs> you are brave. Yeah, because it's everybody's off. So everybody's like traveling and having fun. But <laughs> I mean, let me tell you, though, I know a lot of people want to avoid those times. But I think those are kind of like some of the most interesting times to go because like there's a lot of things going on. you got this vibrant atmosphere and it's a it's a like a very short window when you can enjoy that. So I think you're going to have a wonderful time. So. You know, anyway. Yeah, I think so. Like, I know so. I know so. Chris is going to have an awesome time. <laughs> I hope so. It'll be fun. It, it'll be good. Um, now, going over to Universal Studios Japan, they announced some new stuff. Um, so, of course, I, I think we mentioned before, um, so this spring, uh, for, for a lot of the stuff, they haven't given specific dates yet. Um, I'm not sure why, but uh, they're going to have a brand new nighttime parade, Universal Spectacle Night Parade, the best of Hollywood, which is going to feature Harry Potter, Minions, Jurassic World, and Transformers. And it's supposed to be a next generation parade that will revolutionize theme park entertainment by using new technology to create continually changing environments. So that sounds very interesting. Very interesting, and I cannot wait to see that. That sounds so cool. Mm-hmm. I love that USJ is not afraid to do these things. Yeah. Because competition is good. Because we all win in the end. Um, another, I don't like, this is kind of surprising. I, like, I didn't know this was a thing. But they're doing some enhancements to Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. Um. They are upping the frame rate to 120 frames per second. 
and they're removing the need for 3D glasses. I'm kind of impressed because already, like, the last time we rode, I was shocked at, like, it, the screen quality was so clear and that they're upping the frame rate even more and, and getting rid of the glasses, which kind of, like, I enjoyed the glasses. I thought they were fine. But I know that for a lot of people, um, it causes problems. It, it dims the screen brightness. So um, that's that's great that they continue to improve something that I thought was already out of the Forbidden Journeys. Like, I've only been in the Florida one, so I can't say the other ones. But out of the, like, compared to the Florida one, I thought it was, like, much better even and it's, it's already a fantastic ride so great yeah like for me the 3d glasses it kind of gave me a headache because i felt like i was focusing on the screen right yeah but then there's like actual elements in the in the attraction mm-hmm. so like i felt like the the constant context switching really put a strain on my eyes and also because i wear glasses yeah um they're like um, without without giving too much away for people who haven't been on it, but there's a part where you almost go upside down, <laughs> and the glasses I always find f- like kind of like kind of pull almost back fall a off little. my face. Yeah. So like I'm always like grabbing them so they don't fall off. <laughs> um, so yeah, it'd be really interesting to see like how much better this attraction will get. Um, and they're also you know side note they're increasing the intensity of the fire effects not too sure why but hey why not (laughs) because more fire is always better (laughs) yeah um these enhancements are going are going to start on march 16th um but they haven't said if it's going down like if the attraction is going to be closed they don't Mm, say i wonder so if you're if you're going anytime between now and march 16th just keep an eye on the official website they do have a closure calendar in english so just dub, like always double check that because if you really want to ride it, you don't want to go when it's closed. Of course, so keep an eye on that. Um, they're upgrading Waterworld. <laughs> That's surprising too. <laughs> you know, like out of everything, I thought that would be something they would like announce like, oh, we're closing it and we're going to do something else. Nope, they're upgrading it. I like Waterworld. It's a fun the show. Like, it, like really cool, the movie, yeah. the movie's terrible. But... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like this stunt show is actually quite fun for what it is. It's like, ridiculous. It's like um, really over the top crazy. It's yeah, it's ridiculously over the top, and it has. Uh, it says here they're going to have huge upgrades uh, to enhance the stunts and special effects. And already they were over the top with like the fire and the water and the world and <laughs> all that stuff. So, um, yeah. Uh, with that, they don't give any dates, but that's ridiculous. This is and... going to sound so weird, but I think that might get my son to ask us to take him back. Because after we went to USJ last time, he became obsessed with that show and he was watching it on YouTube and he's like, Mom, this show is amazing. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. It's just, it was like the weirdest the thing for show. him to focus on, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> and then um, we had the Cool Japan 2018 has start, started at Universal Studios Japan, which is running J- January 19th until June 24th, 2018. And what does that include? Well, that includes a Final Fantasy VR attraction, um, Sailor Moon, Monster, I was going to say Monsters, Inc. Monster Hunter, 
Um, and also Great Detective Conan. And there's a whole bunch of merchandise that comes with it. Of course. It's all about the merch. I uh, And I was looking at some of the merchandise and... I want the popcorn bucket. I I think 2018 is the year of the popcorn bucket wars. What is the popcorn bucket that you want? So, so the popcorn bucket. So, um, only like only people that have played Final Fantasy or fans will appreciate this. Um, they have a chocobo, which is like a big yellow bird. Oh my god! And it's a popcorn bucket, but. On top of that, it also talks. So it makes no! the sounds from the video game when you open its mouth. Shut up. I want that. How much is that bucket? It's like $40, right? I think it's like 3,900 yen or something like that. Yeah. Um, oh, but it's, that's amazing. Yeah. So if you go to our Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash explorer, I retweeted a video that um, there was a, a person that went there and uploaded a video of it. And I, I almost died. <laughs> I'm like that is that is ridiculous. That is so cute. Oh my goodness! And um, they they have a whole bunch of other merchandise stuff as well. And one of the things that I noticed was the signage for the food mm-hmm. for like uh, specifically the Final Fantasy food. They used the same font they used in the games. Oh, I love it. So that little attention to detail, which makes me very excited for what's going to come with Super Mario World. So amazing. When that opens in 2020. Uh, it's getting USJ. Closer. Yeah, th- two years. <laughs> two years. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, USJ, you're doing a really good job. Keep it up. We love it. We really do. Yeah. <laughs> I tr- I'm like trying to think like what is the best time to go to catch everything? You know, the new parade, to catch like the se- the the new cool Japan stuff. You know, I, uh, there's so much going on there. Yeah, it's tough because the, I would say in May, because um, like after Golden Week, because all the the cool Japan stuff runs until June 24th, right? Yeah. So I'd say if you're coming to Japan in May, that'd be a good time to go. Like do Tokyo Disney in Tokyo and then head over to Osaka and do, you know, do Kyoto, do Hiroshima, do Nara. And then also go to Osaka and also do USJ. For sure. I think, yeah, I think May would be the perfect time to do that. There you go. Perfect. We just planned your trip for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I will be going to USJ to experience all this stuff. So we'll, we'll have an episode on all that too, as well for everybody. Awesome. And videos and all that fun stuff. Um, oh my goodness. Okay. That went a lot longer than we hoped. There was just so much news this week, you know. It, yeah, that's what happens, right? Next week um, there'll be no news. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a dry spell for like two weeks. All right, so before we talk about Anna Nelson's Frozen Fantasy, uh, talk really quick about Kluke, which is one of our affiliates for the website. Um, Kluke sells discount tickets for a bunch of stuff in Japan, in Hong Kong, and also Shanghai. Um so if you want to purchase any tickets um, for like Tokyo Disneyland and also they, they have tickets for Universal Studios Japan and also Express Passes, um, you can go onto our website. If you go onto the main page and then you type, or click on travel resources, um, I have a bunch of links in there to all these different tickets. And they also have stuff for like the robot restaurant and all that. Um, 
And if you use our special code KLKTDREX, again, that is KLKTDREX, you'll get $5 off, $5 US off your very first purchase. And that's enough to buy two boxes of popcorn at Disney Sea. Yeah, there you go. Um, and also, buying tickets through these links also does help the website run. Uh, we do earn a little commission from it. So it is greatly appreciated if you would buy through there. Because it does help us keep going. So we really do appreciate it. Again, it's Kluke. And the code is KLKTDREX to save $5 US off your very first purchase. All right. And now says Frozen Fantasy. Tokyo Disneyland just doesn't want to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I I had to. I'm sorry. I know it's terrible, I but I had to. I bored of it. <laughs> it's a good event. I they like did it. a really good job. Yeah. They really did. I feel like um, my only complaint is that they took out the really beautiful decoration that they had at the center of World Bazaar. Yeah, that was weird. They got rid of that this year. And then they put that wow. crappy little stage photo area which covers the partner's statue. <laughs> Who decided that? Very odd. Very odd. Like the the reason choice. I think they did that was to like push the bibbity bobbity boutique because you can dress up. Ah, uh, that would make sense. Yeah, but what, the location is just so weird, and it's like a little tiny. It's like a little tiny photo spot. It's not even like a really, like, you know, for the Halloween, you had that big pumpkin in the middle of World Bazaar, and that was like a really cool photo spot. Like, you could have done something like a little bigger and more interesting and put it at the center, but instead they put it in like this really strange area, and it's just this tiny little thing that you can stand on, so I don't get it. But um, the the event itself is great. Um, The parade is really nice. It's funny. Um, Like, where should we start? Um, well, it's running January 11th through March 29th, 29th. No, I always write the date wrong. I think it's 19th. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think um, you're right. I think it's like March 19th. I always write, tw- I'm really bad at this. I keep writing 19, 29 for some reason. It's March 19th. You want Sorry. it to last longer. <laughs> I can't let it go. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> January 11th. Through March 19th, 2018, it's Anna and Elsa's Frozen Fantasy. All right. Yeah, so uh, the, the decorations, as you explained, you don't really like the They got rid of the, the thing I mean. I mean, the decoration that they had was really beautiful, and it would light up, and it was just so cool. And it gave, like, at a night, it was really, really lovely and magical. And I don't understand it. You already had it. You already had it made. Why would you not use it? Yeah, I don't know why they did that, but um, but they also have uh, like the little photo. There's a bunch of photo op areas, mm-hmm. like two or three around the park. Um, yeah, they're they're nice. I mean, they're themed after the movies and um, whatever. So if you're a fan of that, that's cool. Um, the snowgies are back, it's as cute. always, uh, and they're and they're hidden around the park, which is really cute. Mm-hmm. I love when they do that. Those little like they're just they're just hidden everywhere. They're you know kind of like Easter eggs. You got to find them. And then there's the uh, the big mountain of snow geese, which is always cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, but yeah, the the show. Um, the parade. 
the parade is really good. It's it's yeah, and here's the thing with the parade. Um, just as a reminder, um, because some people do end up going and they're like, "Hey, it stops! What's going on?" Um, so at Tokyo Disney Resort, often uh, the parades will have kind of like a show stop where they'll stop they'll do like a little performance and then they'll continue moving on so you do have to be careful you can ask a cast member where a certain character is and they'll tell you where that character is stopped um be careful about sitting too close to the beginning of where it stops or too close to where the parade comes out like where it begins because um often you'll miss uh all the show stops if you're in one of those areas and you won't be able to see it'll just keep going past you so watch out with that um my favorite showstop area is hans just because it's really funny um he's like kept prisoner and then like they let him go to like frolic with his little snow girls and um it's just really fun it's like really funny <laughs> it's a fun yeah it's just a fun show like who would have thought they could have made a full parade of just frozen i could because it's awesome yeah. Um, so, like, for the show stops, um, the parade starts in Fantasyland and ends in Toontown. Mm-hmm. So it kind of it does this horseshoe route is what it does. Um, so the first show stop is in kind of in between Fantasyland and Westernland. Right. It's it, kind of when it, it'll come that, out that of weird... Haunted Mansion and it'll go down, down, down past Westernland until you get to this bridge which leads into like the hub area, so that's the the, yeah. the end point where it stops. Yes, yeah. So that's the first show stop. Then the next show stop is in the hub area, right? Like, like in front of the castle, kind of. So nor I think Anna and Elsa line up in front of the partner statue. I think that's usually how they do it. The main characters are usually lined up with the the partner statue. Usually. Usually, yeah. That's usually how they do it, and then. You know what? I ha- I didn't watch this year from the Toontown area because of all the construction. So mm. I don't know if they do a showstop there. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I think they oh, probably I should. Oh, probably. Oh, I forgot. I I forgot to look that up. I was mean to do that, and I totally forgot. But yeah, um, normally there, there's also another showstop between Tomorrowland and Toontown. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the construction there, they might not have it because I know they didn't do it for Halloween. And also, sometimes the wind in that area can be stronger for whatever reason on that side. So you're safer. Um, you're you're more likely to get a show stop if you watch from where it first comes out around Fantasyland, um, Westernland mm-hmm. area or the hub. Yeah. And yeah. Um, also, too, um, like if like let's say it's. It's raining, or it's really windy, or the weather is not good, or it's snowing. We've had really a lot bad. of windy days. Um, they will um, either cancel the show, or they'll do a alternate version. And usually, what the alternate version is is a condensed form of the parade, where they just have the floats and the characters on it, and they won't have like dancers on the street or anything. Though everyone will just be on a float, and though and there'll be no show stops, and they just kind of like go through really quickly. Is usually how they do it. So just keep that in mind if you know if it's really windy or rainy or whatever. But yeah, you're right. It's been very windy lately. Today was 
pretty good. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it hasn't been good. If you've been trying to catch shows like this past few weeks, it's been almost impossible. Mm. Um, another thing that they do is um, like kind of like a character greeting for kids where the they teach them how to be princess-like. How to let it go? How to let it go. How to let it go. <laughs> Something like that. Um, and uh, there's also um, the projection mapping nighttime show experience. Yeah. Yeah, so the greeting is in front of Cinderella's castle during the... I think they do it once or twice a day. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a really small show, like really quick show. And really, it, it is for children, so you can skip it. And you won't miss anything unless you have kids that really want to do it. I wouldn't bother seeing it. I'd wait for the parade rather than the greeting, to be quite honest. For sure. Yeah. I mean, Um, if you have kids, do it for sure because they'll love it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's definitely aimed at children. So, yeah. Um, The nighttime show is fantastic. I love that. I I enjoy it. it. Yeah, I think it's nice. It's fun. It's really well done. They have there's lasers and they make it look like it's snowing with the lasers. It's kind of hard to explain, but they make it look like it's snowing. <laughs> they kind of do, yeah. <laughs> it's really clever. pretty. And um, I actually went this year. <gasps> I know it feels so cold though. <laughs> it's of been all very that cold. lighting, the blue lighting. Oh yeah, yeah. It just, <laughs> Together it just makes with the cold feel weather, colder. <laughs> I feel colder <laughs> than it actually is. <laughs> <laughs> It feels like winter, which is nice. You know, I like mm-hmm. winter sometimes. Um, um, and the, well, then, so decorations, shows, and then we have the food, the snacks. Oh, snacks. The food is all really good. It's, yeah. It's very uh, purple, blue, white is kind of the color palette that they use. Yeah. Um, they're going really full on with... Um, at the was it the sweetheart cafe with the the big bread? They like these bread shaped, like, characters. It's like carbs yeah. on carbs. It's like a little too much. I feel. Yeah, I can't eat too much. Like I can have a, like a couple bites and I'm done. But they started doing this trend back in um, Halloween with the Jack Skellington, and then for Christmas they did something else. I can't remember what it was. And then now they have a big Olaf bread, which is cute. Really cute. And then, but Olaf doesn't have a nose. His nose is separate and a carrot-shaped piece of bread. I feel like this is made for, like, um, the teenagers, like the school kids, and they share the bread with their friends. Yeah. That's what I so, feel. So, Olaf is corn cream bread, and the the carrot nose bread, or carrot nose, yeah, the carrot, whatever. It's carrot-flavored bread. <laughs> And it also comes with a grape jelly dessert. I feel like they need to work on these pairings, these flavor pairings. <laughs> like corn cream bread and carrot bread. Like the other one was, was it Halloween? Literal. Like curry and a cinnamon bun? And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I guess, it, I guess it works. I really don't know. I haven't had it yet, so I, I, I can't say if it works or not. But interesting indeed. Uh, there's also this is very strange. So the the refreshment corner always has a very like a seasonal hot dog set. Yeah. 
on this one. The packaging is gorgeous. Frozen Fantasy and an Elsa and Olaf are on it, and there's snogies all over it. Um, it's a hot dog with scrambled egg and cheese sauce. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, and the bun is white. The cheese sauce is white. And there's something purple on it, but I'm not sure if that... Is that the egg? I don't think so. They make maybe the eggs like it's radish, maybe or ginger. I really don't oh, I know. Want, I like, have... pickles. Maybe it looks like it's something pickled, but it's purple. Maybe cabbage. It might be cabbage. I want, pickle... I want pickles with my egg and cheese. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, and then at the Crystal Palace buffet, they have a special of uh, frozen fantasy spread. Good restaurant. That one's not closing. Unlike Sailing Day Buffet. I wouldn't mind if they closed that one. They need to refurb that place, yeah. I think. That's just my two cents. Two yen. <laughs> um, and then Grandma Sarah's Kitchen always has good food. Seriously. Uh, as Olaf-shaped butter rice. Butter rice? Yeah. yeah. Buttered rice. And there's a little carrot in it because, you know, Olaf's nose. And then there's corn soup and hash beef. Uh, strawberry mousse roll cake. It's always like Grandma Sarah's is always good. Like always go there, you'll never be disappointed. Trust me. I like the uh, design for the Plaza Pavilion restaurant. Oh yeah, that's really cute. The the hamburger. Yeah. Like it has like white sauce, white cheese sauce on it. I think, that's and then so there's yummy. like a <laughs> then there's like a little I don't know, like a wafer on top of it with a print of Anna and Elsa on it. Yeah, I like the soup has like a. Carrot, like Olaf melted. It's like it's a carrot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Poor Olaf. Like all this food is him being eaten in some way, it's shape, or form. Kind of disturbing. The dessert looks then, really good too. And there's like yeah, this like ice castle dessert, like yogurt mousse. Yeah, yogurt That's mousse. Good. They they love their yogurt mousse. Oh, so many things to try. I I would try all of it because all of it. I don't know about the hot dog. That's questionable. But everything looks really good. <laughs> um, and then there's the uh, souvenir cup with like the chocolate mousse, the purple chocolate mousse and stuff. That looks really cute. Uh, then there's the vanilla churro. Um, you know me. I'm kind of whatever on churros, so that doesn't really excite me. Uh, but the packaging is really gorgeous. Like all all the packaging for all the frozen fantasy stuff is really well done. Yeah. What is um, this? Tuna egg wrap sandwich. Oh, he Olaf's is smelling a flower on it. <laughs> it smells like tuna. <laughs> um, and then these bread cones. I don't know what they're doing with these bread cones. They freak me out. They're never properly filled. <laughs> these so uh, so to explain what these are. It's literally a cone of bread, and then they fill it up with like. So now it's filled up with shrimp and chicken chowder it's good the soup is really good i like it, want the soup without the bread cone quite frankly yeah the, it's way too much bread um but then it's supposed to look like olaf so then it has like you know three little um sticks in it of whatever it is i don't know probably bread um to make it look like you know his his hair but it, to me it looks like eyelashes it kind of does look like eyelashes it freaks me out i mean <laughs> i, I wouldn't want to eat his hair anyway no, no, goodness, no. I like this hot chocolate. The only thing is, 
I, we well, we've had this hot chocolate before. They've had it before, and it's really good. Um, but I want alcohol in it. Personally, yeah. I like the spoon Different. that you can get. They have like a souvenir spoon with all the snowgies. Yeah, it's really cute. Yeah, I I really like the spoons they've been doing. I like the like the the add-ons, like like the spoon, the little bag with Anna and Elsa. I like the the popcorn box holder is super cute. The Olaf one? No. Oh, oh wait. Oh, yeah, sorry. The holder, the holder. The Olaf one bothers me cuz I don't know what's he doing. You yeah, know. I don't know. <laughs> He's like sliding on his belly. It's exactly. really awkward. It's really weird. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, you're uh, you're talking about the uh, like the sleeve that the popcorn box goes in. Yes. To. Yes. Okay. Those are nice. I like those. I have one that I've never used, but I, <laughs> I, I like the idea. I of ended them. up throwing one away, and I felt so bad, you know. But <sighs> it's really cute. It's super cute. Oh my goodness! And then the merchandise. Okay. What do we got for merch? They did a really good job this year. I thought um, they. They had a really good balance between really hyper cute stuff, so like the snow geese and stuff that's you know clearly aimed for children, and then they went this really elegant route yeah. with um, the portraits of Anna and Elsa, like the uh, side profiles, um, to kind of look like I, I think the portraits from the movie. Yeah. So they put that into a whole bunch of the merchandise. Clearly, they're targeting you know young women with this. It's just really well done. Like it's just it just looks so elegant. I like um, the snowy stuff. I like the snowy on the ribbon. <laughs> that's cute. Like on the uh, the the, the headband. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really super cute. And you you can buy accessories to go on it. Yeah, which is always good. I like the new line where they they look like little like mini people, like almost like video game characters. Oh, like the little 8-bit character? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, only they're smooth. They're not like 8-bit, 8-bit, but they kind of look similar. I yeah, like that yeah. line. I think that's really cute. The sunglasses are cute. The little lip creams are adorable. Perfect for sharing with friends. Um, I like the um, Snoky keychains, and they all have different expressions on their faces. Aww. Those are so cute. <laughs> I like that. Um I'm a big fan of like there's a, a a notebook with and it has the Anna and Elsa side profiles on it. I don't know. I just it looks so elegant. I know I've said it like a million times, but I just I really like what they did with that. It looks super cool. I love um, this eraser set where it comes like in a little glass jar. Oh yeah, I saw that. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, with all the little snowkies inside. Yes, that is so cute. It's um, it's just too too much. Too much. And if you guys like rare characters, they have a character badge of the little seagull that um, Olaf dances with in the movie. Yeah, that's completely random. But it's so cute. Because, well, he's in the parade, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. Um, if you want to see all this stuff, we do have a video on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Explorer. And it's on there, and I go through all the merchandise. So if you want to check it out, if you want to see what you want to buy, how you want to budget for it, it's all there. Got to go check it out. Um, and if you want a free souvenir, there's an Anna and Elsa kids guidebook. So if you got kids, um, there's like a little guidebook to, I guess, how to be like Anna and Elsa. 
I, I haven't picked it up. I have to take my son and go ask for a guidebook. <laughs> um, you have to be in elementary school still and just ask a cast member and they will give it to you. Nice. I didn't know that. Kid stuff. <laughs> oh, and there's a weird necklace. <laughs> Weird necklace. Okay, so at the restaurants, if you eat at certain restaurants, um, Plaza Pavilion, um, Grandma Sarah's, and Crystal Palace, uh, there's an Olaf necklace. I'm making quotation marks. You can't see me. Um, I don't know. It looks like it's made out of paper, and it's Olaf, and it says Frozen Fantasy. I'm guessing this is also for kids, but I'm not sure. Uh, and it's like Olaf and the little snogies are following him. And if you eat at the restaurant, you can get this necklace, like this decoration necklace. So I don't know. Mm, What's up interesting. with that? Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of snow, we should talk about snow a little bit and how that can affect the park. I'm so, so excited for this. I'm so uh, excited for it to snow, hopefully so, tomorrow. Yeah, so in the forecast, it's supposed we're supposed to be getting what ten centimeters of snow yes, overnight. I hope so. Um, very likely, it's not going to stick. It almost never does. It usually melts. Yeah, and it's usually not fun. But we thought we'd talk about what actually happens if it does snow, and also this will kind of play in with our park tip as well. Um, uh, in in a yeah, short, let's just, in a short. Yeah sentence everything goes to hell if it snows <laughs> and i don't know um, why so, i mean people lose their minds um so i guess kind of going right uh, uh right into the park tip if you want to have a chance of having it snow probably the best time is january february yeah because uh, that's the coldest the coldest months um, I know last year it did snow in November. That is super rare. It was really um, weird. And it was more and rainy. And it, 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 it was sleet. It was sleet. Yeah, it was more sleet than actually snow. Yeah. So it was not that great. So if you want like fluffy stuff, January, February is usually the best time. But We haven't had no, snow in years. so Yeah. We have, it, it, it doesn't happen very often. So don't count on it. Like I wouldn't plan your trip around that. Because the likelihood of you going when it actually happens is very slim. And very, very slim. Depending on where you stay, it can also cause a lot of problems for you. There's train stoppages. Yes. Um, the trains become super crowded as people are trying to get home. Alternate routes become super crowded as people try to get home. And it becomes a madhouse. So you might kind of want to avoid snow days. Um yeah, so if you're if you're staying on resort and it happens to snow, you're good. You're fine. You're good because you can walk to the hotel if you absolutely needed to, right? So it's not that bad. And the monorail does run in the snow. It has like a little snow pusher that they put on it, <laughs> and it's kind of cool to ride the monorail in the snow. You know. Um. So yeah, let's uh, let's talk about what what happens in the park itself. So if it does snow, um, the park stays open. Yeah. You know, Even during they're the not blizzard. Close the park. Yeah. <laughs> Back in 2014, you and I were both there. Yes. Uh, as stupid as we were, we were both there. <laughs> the park was was open, but of course, entertain like outdoor anything outdoors is basically closed or canceled. Right. Um, everything indoors is 
perfectly fine. Um, I think most of the outdoor attractions were closed. Yeah. I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure, like, I don't think you want to run a roller coaster in the snow. Depending on when the snow starts, um, most indoor shows will be canceled as well because dancers may not be able to make it to the park on a snow day. Yeah, so keep that in mind, too. Um, it'd be very limited operations. And, yeah, it's it yeah it, it, it would be a mixture of, like, the weather causing them to cancel stuff but also cast members not being able to get there right um so keep that in mind but if you're 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 not staying at the resort and you happen to see it snowing things may not be that great in terms of transportation (laughs) that's probably that's probably the biggest thing that would be affected is transportation yeah um to put an announcement too inside the park so if things get really bad. Yeah, like they will say in like in Japanese and English saying, you know, trains are either like really delayed or they're even suspended because they've done that in the past mm-hmm. where they've suspended train service. Um, to kind of give you an idea, back in 2014, um, it took me four hours to get home when it should only take me an hour. And that's because trains were suspended or they were super delayed. Um like everything was just, it was a mess. So, um, if you're staying somewhere and you happen to see it may snow, keep like figure out alternate ways to get back. Like, don't rely on the trains too much. Um, like taxis, of course, are a good option, but everybody's going to think of that too. Yeah, the lines for the um, taxis are going to be super long. Taxis may not be able to come quickly so you will be waiting in this in the cold um and if you do want to catch a taxi uh there's a couple of places where you can do that you can do it um of course at myhama station if you go downstairs from when the main ticket booth is they have it there there's one outside of tokyo disney sea there's one outside of tokyo disneyland but if you're smart what I would do is I would go to one of the Disney hotels, like Disneyland Hotel or Miracosta, and I would order the taxi at the front desk so you can wait inside and they will call you when the taxi arrives and you're nice and warm. That's a really good tip. <laughs> um, and there's also buses. You can try and take some of the buses. Um, right. there, there are buses that go into the city. Yes. Um, there's like um, bus highway that... buses. Uh, that go yeah. into the city, one that goes to the Skytree area. Um, there's some that go to Shinjuku. There's some that go to Yokohama. So just be aware of where the buses go. You also have local buses, which will take you to like a nearby station where maybe the train is still running. For example, if you go to Urayasu Station, you can take the Tozai Line, which will take you right into Tokyo, like the Nihonbashi area and all those places. Um, or you can take a bus to another nearby local station. But... The lines for those buses are going to be insane. Um, And it's hard to tell where the line begins, where it ends, just because they will be wrapped around. Um, We are very fortunate because we have a bus that will take us to our apartment, which doesn't go to a station. So we'll be waiting for our bus and we will see the lines for all the other buses. And it's just a madhouse. Um, so just be aware if you start to see it get really bad, um, the minute you hear that announcement saying that the transportation is starting to stop, go, don't even wait for it. Don't push your luck because it will take you forever to get home. 
Yeah, that's a yeah. That's probably the best thing. To, um, if you if you do find yourself there and you need to get home, like if you're not staying in the resort, yeah, leave as soon as you can. Um, just to ensure that you can get back to your um, apartment or um, hotel or whatever. Um, but what happens if you can't? Like, what if everything's suspended for hours and hours and you don't want to deal with that? What should you do? You got a couple options. And unfortunately, it's going to cost a little bit of money. Um, so just keep that in mind. Uh, one thing is you could actually um, book a night at one of the Disney hotels because they do have... Um, you can book... I, I, I think it's only one night the day of like they have reservations for like one night when you like go to the hotel you can only book it in the hotel um so i i think it's it's just their way to like fill up the rooms or whatever Mm -hmm. but um they started doing this what a few years ago where they accepted you can make a reservation for that night in person at the hotel um but of course that's going to come at a price yeah a pretty pretty Uh, pricey price Pretty pricey, yeah. Um, same thing with the like the Hilton and the Sheraton. Um, likelihood you're not going to get it on a sale price no. that last minute. Um, so expect to be paying full price, which could be two, three hundred dollars a night. Um, keep that in mind. A good thing to check though is the Myhama My Stays, um, which is a five minute walk from Disney Sea. So you're you're gonna have to walk there or take a taxi, but it's like what a ten minute walk, maybe and if that. From... If you're walking in the snow, it might be a little more. <laughs> well, like I was gonna say, like a ten minute walk from the Ambassador Hotel. Right. Once you got there, yeah. Um, so that's a good place to go. Uh, you could always like go onto Booking. dot com and see if they have any rooms open and just book right through there. Um, I've done that in the past where I needed in a hotel in a pinch. And I just, I booked uh, my home and my stays and it, I got it for like, I think like $80 for the night or something. Yeah. Uh, so th- that's a really good option. Um, especially if you have multiple people. Um, there's, so yeah, just, there's also yeah, two just hotels check. under the train station. Yeah. So there's a, yeah, there's a new hotel or like the, the hotel expanded there's or is a, it a new it's hotel? It's a different hotel. It's a different hotel. I wasn't sure if it was the same one or whatever, but yeah. Um, there's also two hotels under the train station or under the train tracks at Myhama Station. So that's also another place to check. And like, I know well. you hear like under the train tracks and you're like, oh my God, I can't sleep. The way they, <laughs> the way they built these hotels is kind of like that they're not touching the ground. So it, um, you're not, the sound is not supposed to bother you. I never stay there. I don't know. But um, so you're not supposed, you won't, hopefully be able to hear or feel the train running over the hotel um and they're pretty nice and they got restaurants attached you don't have to walk anywhere it's like right there and it's uh it's covered you can go the next day you don't have you know it's right by the train station yeah you know um and then if you go one station down if you can make it there uh there's shinurayasu station and there's hotels galore the ones at the station are brighton and which is owned by OLC and also um, uh, Oriental Hotel, which we've stayed at before in a pinch um, during the big earthquake. And they were fantastic. Um, and you can uh, see if you can book those day of as well. The price is not terrible. Um, yeah. So those are fine. Uh, and 
We have an option for. <laughs> this is like if you're like absolutely desperate, no other choice, or maybe the hotels are way too expensive. Because you know I can understand all of a sudden needing to pay three hundred dollars. Yeah, that's a lot, especially if you're like by yourself. That might be hard to justify. And, and the other, like those are the Disney hotels. These the other hotels, like the ones at the station and stuff, should be fairly cheaper. Depending on Much what time cheaper, of year yeah. you're staying, winter is off season, so maybe you're looking around like six thousand yen, or each like uh, like or like about sixty or hundred dollars in between that price, you know, yeah. so, which is not terrible. Um, but if you want to go really cheap, <laughs> um, like really really cheap, uh, you could stay at one of the manga cafes. Yeah, you could, and um, uh, you could do that. Um, I've done this before. Um, it's not the most comfortable thing in the entire world, but when you're in a pinch, sometimes you just want a place to sleep. Wait, what was that so, like? It was comfortable, actually. It was me and another friend. We huh. did it. Um, so, okay, so I, I should back up. So, um, Manga Cafe is a space where it's, I, I guess the, the best way to explain it is it's a internet cafe. Yeah. But they're, like, super decked out. So you get, like, a little private room. Or, like, I shouldn't say room. It's, like, a booth. You get a private booth. And there's manga, which are comic books. You get, you know, you can read as many as you want. They're going to be in Japanese. But it also comes with... Most of them have unlimited drinks. And drinks, I mean, like, coffee, tea, soft drinks. Uh, They have, like, a little station. And most of them will have a shower Mm -hmm. that you can use as well when you're there. Um and there's spot and there's like sometimes they will have it split between men and women, uh, which is really good. Um, and what else? Oh, free Wi-Fi, of course. They'll have free Wi-Fi. And in your booths, um, depending on which one you get, um, some of the booths, like if you're by yourself, you may get a booth that has like a really big, comfy chair, like a gaming chair. That you can like sleep in. And then there's uh, usually in the room, there's like slippers, a little blanket maybe, um, and a TV and a computer. Um, I think the computer is usually extra. Uh, I've never used it, so I'm not sure. Um, How much did you pay when you stayed? I paid 1800 yen for eight hours. That's not bad. And that was for me and a friend. And it was different because it, it, it was for two people. Yeah. So it's like, it was almost like we were in this little room that had a gym mat on the floor. Uh-huh. That was like the entire room. And it had some pillows in there. And there was enough room for both of us to kind of like lay side by side and stretch all the way out. And it was actually quite comfy. So for for about $18, you could do a lot worse. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's super, like, they're clean, they're safe. And, you know, that's something like, you can do in a pinch very easily. Um, like, and this doesn't just apply to, you know, the uh, Tokyo Disney Resort area. You can do this anywhere in Japan. Like, they're everywhere. So, like, if you miss your last train or, you know, you want to be really, really cheap and not pay for a hotel um, and you just want some place to sleep for a few hours, well, you can do it at a manga cafe. Um so and like the the manga cafe that's near um, the resort, there's one at Shin Urayasu Station, which is one station away from Maihama. Um, it's like it's literally like right next to. It's like a building which is next to Brighton Hotel. And um, what you do if you look for um, there's like a like a Lawson on the corner, 
it's like right in that same building you can't miss it um so if you can catch the train one train off or if you can sneak a ride on one of the hotel buses either the oriental or the brighton um and then uh you can just walk over like it's like literally right next to the hotel so it would take no time at all so that's the mega cafe in shinrayasu yeah so there's options like you're not completely sol yeah (laughs) um if you know if it does snow and it affects the trains because yeah trains are life in japan and when they don't work things get really complicated really quick Mm -hmm. (laughs) so yeah hopefully that's useful information i think it should be but it like if you do get to go to the parks when it's snowing that is very rare and it's a treat. So take a lot of pictures, a lot of video, all those things. Um, I, I put pictures on the website. Um, like I took them like in 2014 when it happened, I took a whole bunch of pictures. Um, I also put some on Instagram as well. So you can go on our Instagram, a TDR Explorer and it's on there too. Whew. But yeah, let, let's hope if it does snow, you don't get stuck. <laughs> Yeah. Because that would not be fun. Just have a, a backup plan, you know, just in case if you're traveling in the winter months. Yeah. Oh, and a lot of the time the snow is not fluffy snow. It's wet snow. Yeah. So it's kind of prepared like you would for rain. Have a like a, have a poncho, have an umbrella. Don't be scared to use an umbrella because um, wet snow is worse than rain mm-hmm. because it <laughs> sticks to you. And it's cold. And it's very, very cold and uncomfortable. So make sure you have like extra socks and things like that. Extra layers of clothing. Um, Cairo. Yes, the Cairo. The um, hand warmers is what they're called. They like have all, some all like, for your the, shoes too. Put them in your shoes. Yeah, you can buy them at, at, at all the convenience stores and stuff. I think we've had episodes where we talked about we have. how to stay warm and stuff. Yeah, so... Do all that stuff. Go back and listen to those episodes. Apply that to this as well, and you'll be you'll be fine. Whew. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, let's go on to our listener question, which has nothing to do with snow whatsoever. That's okay. Um, we 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 had a few people ask this. A few explorers. Um, will the parks be busy during D twenty three Expo Japan twenty eighteen? That's a good question. Mm, probably, right? A little bit. Yeah, so it's happening February 10th through 12th. And it, that, that's over a weekend, right? And that's also a long weekend. Yeah. So, yeah, the parks are going to be busy. Um, not just, like, most of the people like, that are going to... De- yeah, not like Golden Week busy, but... No, no. Yeah. It's going to be, like, maybe a little bit busier than normal because there's going to be people that are going to D23. But a lot of the people that go to D23 are just going to that. Mm-hmm. So the likelihood of them going to the parks during the day is probably not going to happen because they're going to be too busy. We're going to be too busy at D23. Um, and then, yeah, then just treat it like a normal weekend crowds, but maybe just a little bit busier. And it's still off season, you know, so it's not like it's cold. Yeah. So if if the weather's not favorable, then don't expect it to be super busy. So just keep an eye on that. Yeah. It's all like during this time of the year, the weather plays a big, big role in how busy the parks are. Because if it's cold, people are just like, nope, not doing it. 
staying at home under my kotatsu, my heated table. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really good right about now, to be quite honest. I don't have a heated honest. table. I don't have one. Uh, I don't either, because I don't have enough room. I have, like, this heated flooring in my dining room, which we never use. <sighs> Spoiled. I know. I think it drives up our electricity bill or something, but it's really nice, Like, but we never use it. Well, yeah, heat of force, it would be nice. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right, well, that's that's our episode. Episode 116, in the books. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to say that. <laughs> um, remember to rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. We would greatly appreciate it. And if you haven't already, uh, make sure you subscribe to us also on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play Music. So you get notified of every new episode that comes out. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you have any questions or suggestions for the show, you can send them to us. Contact at tdrexplore.com. We do read all your questions. And make sure you tell everybody about us. If you know someone who's planning a trip or just loves Disney in general, well, send them one of our episodes. Send them your favorite episode of ours. We would greatly appreciate it. Uh, you can find all our guides and everything we talk about on our website, tdrexplore.com. We're also on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, all under TDR Explorer. Even if you just Google it, you'll find us. We're, we're, we're everywhere. We're everywhere. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And I'm going to probably be eating Olaf's face pretty soon. <laughs> <What? laughs> it's like a zombie. That's... It's so scary. Pretty much. Uh, you can find me on my personal Twitter, at Explorer Nelge, and that's Explore N-I-L-G-H-E. And joining, as always, is the lovely Patricia. Hey, guys, and Trish. You can find me at Dream Sweet Love. Dream Sweets Love on Twitter and Instagram. And Chris, if you were an Ufufi, what would your, what would your scent be? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I... I would say chocolate chip cookies. Chocolate chip cookies sounds so good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what about you? What about um, you? I don't know. Um, I want. I want like a coconut. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, coconut and yeah, that would be perfect. <laughs> what about you guys? What would your ufufi scent be? We want to know. So send those Let us in. Know. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, keep exploring. (laughs) All right, explorers, until next time. Bye.